Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What's up, world? This is your man, Nick Eden, and I am here with the talk of the town. I know you're going to dig this. Here's the talk of the town. Take you to the hometown Martinette in Brooklyn, where Bobby Millett and his orchestra are offering a program. I was in South Dakota. Yeah, I know. Uh, we're home 
range where the deers and the antelope plays? Look, man, it was only two black people up there, me and my wife. Let me tell you something. <laughs> and then here's the worst part about South Dakota. Now, don't get me wrong, y'all. I love the check that comes along with going to South Dakota, but I hate going to South Dakota. There's no black people up there, and every time I go up there, I get blacker, I get a little lazy, my eyes start to hunch over because it's hot outside. You know, people were walking up to me, and they asked me, was I Charles Dutton? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, that's when crazy, man. When back on TV? Where's wow. Illinois? <laughs> <laughs> well, you stupid, man. Man, you know I what, know. man? You know what I'm saying, man? I'm glad to have you back tonight, man. Also tonight, man, we had the opportunity, man. We got a good friend, man. He's coming in to sit in for Al tonight, man. And, uh, you know, he took time out of his busy schedule promoting and, and doing records and out there selling records and making hot records. We got our man Kenny Thomas. What's up, Kenny? Kenny. Well, guess what? I guess that wasn't Kenny. I did that nice little intro, and I don't think that was Kenny. Let me let me try this. Nice Kenny. Nope, guess not. Got a guest just calling in. Appreciate you, man. Uh, call it three three four. Man, but Nick, man, it's been a lot going on since you've been gone, man. And uh, man, we just want to put everybody up on what's going on right now, man. With this show, man, we we're trying to take it to overdrive, man. Matter of fact, look at this, Kenny. Here go Kenny right here, Kenny. What's happening? What's happening, man? I, I don't know if you caught that intro that I just did right there, man. I'll just I let people know, man. You sitting in tonight for our man Al while he's out there with his distinguished brothers. We got a little lyrical brother in tonight, Kenny Thomas. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I caught, I caught the intro. I oh. caught the intro. Oh. <laughs> I didn't recognize the right number. I apologize for our brothers out there in Montgomery. I swear. Good. Yeah, that's a Montgomery number. <laughs> But, man, you know, tonight, man, what we're going to be talking about tonight, people, man, I want to get into this, man. I I really want to just go ahead, get right into this, man. We're talking about this lyrical warfare. You know, a lot of people, if y'all been on the rock the last past couple of days, man, you know, Kendrick Lamar just put some some hot fire out there. To some, man, they just feel like it was just another average New York battle rap situation. But to those that really paid attention to what's going on, this right here is a wake-up call for all the MCs out there that was in the class of 2011, XXL class. A lot of y'all may not have paid attention to that. Right, the majority of the right. names that he named and some of the people that responded were from the class of the 2011 XXL freshman class. Now, you have some out there that just saying, hey, man, this right here, this ain't hip hop. Don't need that. We need to get back to just making good records. Blah 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 blah. But lyricism has been lacking in the game for a while now, and y'all know this. And basically, in contrast to some of the pioneers of hip hop, these mainstream artists nowadays, man, they really do not step up and challenge people for that throne. They will just sit back and say, "Hey, man, I am the king." Ti is an example of one. But who's challenged Ti? Right. They say I'm the best of the best, but who's challenged these guys that say they are the best of the best? And tonight we're going to talk about this lyrical warfare. Is it hype or is it needed in hip-hop? The challenge, y'all phrase, y'all remember the phrase, men sharpen men like steel sharpen steel. I'm going to say that several times tonight for those that don't feel that this is needed. But if you don't feel like it's needed, 
These phone lines are open, wide open for you, 718-508-9972. Tonight is Lyrical Warfare. What we going to do? We going to play this record, and I, I know, you know, Nick, man, I'm so happy to have you back, man. You just don't know. I'm over here tap dancing on my, on my little shoes over here. You know what I'm saying? Happy. <laughs> well, game, man. For those that didn't hear this verse, that didn't hear this verse, it's on the record by uh, Detroit artist Big Sean. The record is called Control. And it's Big Sean's record, of all things. But Kendrick got on there and did his thing. So right now what we're going to do, we're going to play the verse from Kendrick Lamar. Once we get back out of that, we're going to go into this conversation. I got a couple of clips for y'all. I got a couple of people that's, you know, a couple of people that got some opinions. So we're going to get right into this, people. This is Kendrick Lamar's verse from the record Control by Big Sean. Check it out. We're going to go right into this right after this. Y'all check it out. Miscellaneous minds, never expanding the mind. Devilish grins for my alias, aliens who respond. Peddling things, thinking maybe when you get old, you realize I'm not going to fold or demise. I don't smoke. What the f*** are selling? Everything I rap is a quarter piece to your melon. So if you have a relapse, just relax and pop in my disc. Don't you pop me the f***, girl, I'm a pop, you can get me this. Hell, flex and drop a bomb on this So many bombs with the alarm like Vietnam on this So many bombs make Farrakhan think that's a dime in this one at a time, I line them up and bomb on their mom when she watching the kids. I'm in a destruction mode if the gold exists. I'm in Poland like the Pope. I'm a Muslim on poke. I'm Macavelli's offspring. I'm the king of New York, king of the coast. One hand, I juggle them both. The juggernaut's all in your juggler. You take me for jokes. Live in the basement, church pews and funeral faces. Cardio bracelet for my women friends. I'm in Vegas. Who the f- Y'all thought it's supposed to be. And Phil Jackson came back, still no coaching me. I'm uncoachable, I'm unsociable. Y'all clubs, y'all show Instagram, get gobble these. Gobble a gut to your hiccup, my big homie corrupt. This the same flow that put the rap game on the crutch. I see transform like villain Decepticons. Molly, Riley, Tony, the fing Lindsay Lohan. A bunch of rich white girls looking for parties. Playing with Barbies, wreck the push before you give them the car key. Judgment to the monarchy. Blessings to Paul McCartney. You call me a black beetle, I'm either that or a Marley. I don't smoke motherfuckers. I'm dressed in all black. This is not for the fan of Elvis. I'm aiming straight for your pelvis. You can't stomach me. You plan on stumping me. I've been jumping for you. Put a gun on me. I put one on yours with Sean Connery. James Bonnet with none of you. Climbing 100 mil in front of me. And I'm going to get it even if you're in the way. And if you're in it, better run for peace sake. I heard the barbershops being great debates all the time. About who's the best MC. Kendrick Jigger and Nas. Eminem, Andre 3000, the rest of y'all. New, just new. Don't get involved. And I ain't rocking no more designers. White teams and Nike Cortez with red Corvettes anonymous. I'm usually homeboys with the same I'm rhyming with. But this is hip hop and them you know what time it is. And that goes for Jermaine Cole, Big Crit Wale. Pusha T, Meek Mills, ASAP Rocky, Drake, Big Sean, J. Electron, Tyler Mac Miller. I got love for you all, but I'm trying to murder you. Trying to make sure your core fans never heard of you. They don't want to hear not one more now, no verb from you. 
what is competition? I'm trying to raise the bar high. Who's trying to jump and get it? You're a better off trying to skydive out the exit window with five G5s with five grand with your granddad as the pilot. He drunk as trying to land with a handful of arthritis and popping prosthetic leg bumping pock in the cockpit so that that pops in his head is the option of violence. Someone heard the steward and said that your parachute is a latex condom up to a dread. And that was the verse from Kendrick Lamar, man. I'm telling y'all right now. I enjoyed the lyricism of that record, period. <laughs> I enjoyed the lyricism of the, the wordplay. The point that this guy had the balls to call out his peers and those above him. He didn't call out the, the OGs, really. But he did call out his peers, if y'all peep game. Right. Is that needed in hip-hop? Is that something that we need to have, or is it... Just the underground type situation where you have guys from from you know what I'm saying the east or or you know certain areas certain sectors of hip hop that knows about the backpacks and the rhyme the battle the the whole aggressiveness of that the warfare of it you know what I'm saying the the, the gladiator style of, of of the battle but you know there's a difference between making records and also. You know, being a competitor. I mean, when when you're an MC, and Kenny, you can speak on this more than I can. When you're an MC, you have that that cockiness about you. You have that 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 eye of the tiger, that that blood right. thing on you. You know what I'm saying? You right. have to go the juggler of every MC. I mean, when you on a track with somebody, you're supposed to be killing them. I don't care who it is. If I was a if I was a top notch rapper and I was on a track with Tupac, I'm murking him. That's how I feel. If I'm on right, there with Biggie, right. I'm murking him. If I'm on there with Jay-Z, I'm murking him. Nas, I'm murking him. Him, I'm murking him. But exactly. now, everybody's trying to play, hey, guys, I don't want to shout shine you on the track. I don't want to call you out. I need you. I need you to get your status to help me come up. Where's the blood <laughs> right. sport in it, man? Exactly. Y'all help me out with this. What's going on? What's on your mind? Man, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, he did... He did exactly what he's supposed to do. Exactly what he's supposed to do. Somehow, like, seriously, like, if you think about it, now, if he didn't have a deal, if he had no association with Dre, or he never sold records, people would be like, uh, he just hating, he just hating. But it's the opposite of that, you know what I'm saying? He had uh-huh. a deal, he went gold, so there's nothing they can say, you know what I'm saying? Most he, he did exactly what he was supposed to do. And that's it. I, I remember this, uh, you know, oh. me and Nick, we've had conversations about this. And when it came to uh, 50 Cent, you know what I'm saying? When 50 Cent came out with that, that, that record that caught everybody's attention, what was that? Uh, what was that? How yeah, to yeah, Rob. Rob. How to Rob. I know y'all remember what was the reaction to How to Rob. Everybody like, whoa, oh. this dude just went in. What's the difference between how to rob and this verse on control? What's the difference? Well, it's a a couple subtle differences. I agree with everything you said except for one thing. He didn't go gold. He went platinum. And a lot of people didn't realize that. And could be told until I looked at SoundScan a couple months ago, I didn't realize it. Kendrick is the first hip-hop, new artist in hip-hop to go platinum on his first album since Drake. Everybody else has been striking gold. They had some platinum singles, but Two Chains, J Cole, all of them—they all—they all peaked at gold. 
Mm-hmm. Kendrick went platinum. So he's got that. He can come up there now and put his balls on the table and come with that bravado like, look, this is what it is. I'm here, and it's needed. It's oh, needed yeah. right now because everybody's yeah. so nice. Everybody gets along, at least in the public eye. But when you turn around and you listen to the inside industry talk, can't nobody stand each other. Exactly. Exactly. Whatever happened come- to the days of, of, of Cool Mo D and LL? If right. y'all old enough to remember wrong? that. Remember you know No Vaseline, wrong? NWA versus Ice Cube. And I'm not talking about from a beef, beef status. Because there is a difference between beef and lyrical warfare. You know what I'm saying? That's the thing. A lot of a lot of a lot of artists they don't they don't know it's a difference. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people got shot. <laughs> a lot of people did. So it, it it came to the point where you know, well I'm not gonna even I'm not gonna even challenge this dude like as far as lyrically. You know what I'm saying? Because you know it, it's been battles where people got punched in the face for being better than better than the next person. So you know, that's I how it's been. But you know, it's like okay. For the, for the youngsters out there, you know what I'm saying? Y'all know I'm an old head, and I'm not one of those ones. I've been accused uh, by a good friend. Um, he was saying, I'm trying, you know, like a lot of people are trying to bring back the old style of hip-hop. You know, hip-hop has evolved. Music has evolved. But when y'all look at it, what really has has hip-hop evolved that much from 20 years ago? This is not evolution. We're not seeing evolution in hip-hop right now, and I think that's why so many people are pissed off the hip-hop right now. Let's yeah. be real about it. It had nothing to do with you beefing with this person. Like, you have to think about it now. Think about the top rappers in the game right now. You got Two Chains, you got Drake, you got Wayne, you got Jay, you got Yeezy. Right. Here's the problem that I have with hip-hop nowadays. New hip-hop artists don't have to earn anything anymore. And right. I'll tell you what right. I mean by that. In order for you to be on a track with Eric B and Rakim, you had to earn that. Earn what? On the track with LL, you had to earn that. Remember what happened when Cannabis got on the track with LL? True that. He had to earn that, and he had to prove that he was a beast. It wasn't about no beast. It was simply lyrical warfare. If you wanted to be on the track with Biggie, with it, it was a privilege to be on the track with the hottest MC in the game. Now, right. it's just a regular thing. Everybody got a track. Right, right. Oh man, I got a track. I got two chains on the verse. I got Drake singing. I got uh, Kanye on the beat. Like, there's not a lot of things that have to be earned in hip hop anymore. Right, right. They, they, you know, they paying for verses now. They, they paying for verses now. You know what I'm saying? They paying for verses. So you know, that's what it came to. Now we when you think about, you know what I'm saying, the game and, and how lyricism has fallen off so bad that some of the hottest records are like just one word chants. Now, yes, there's nothing wrong with chant records because chant records have been around for a long period of time. Right. You know, back in the mid, early 90s. But the thing right, is, right. now it's all about making dollars. And if you are perceived to be a lyrical guy, it's like, oh, no, 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 no. But. Whoa, wait a minute. Here comes J. Cole. Here comes a big crit. Here comes a, a Tito Lopez. Here comes a Kendrick Lamar. Here comes a Kenny Thomas. Boom, all of a sudden. Oh, these guys are bringing lyrics to the world. Oh, my God. Uh, you know, they, they messing up the game, man, because I can't think like that. Now, is it all tied in to making money? Or is it all about these guys are not mentally capable of making good records? 
they got lyrics to them. They don't read. Let me tell you. Let me tell you something, Kev, and I'm gonna give you the real right now. There would be absolutely no outrage about this record if it were a single, if it were a video being shot in the behind the scenes were on MTV, if it was very corporate structured. Mm-hmm. There would be no, there wouldn't be near the outrage if it is now. But the fact that this was just a freestyle, he wasn't using this to try to get no more airplay. He wasn't using this to try to sell any records. It was purely a freestyle. Yep. And it was like, whoa, there's no commercial gain from this. What the hell is he doing? He messing up my money. He is messing up my money. And notice, if you look on the internet and see the reaction, notice that the people who kind of, who probably could have been legitimately upset with Kendrick Lamar for some of the things that he said, they want to upset the least. A lot of those guys, man, they, they, you, they, they you can look at the tweets. Plot. You can look at the tweets, man. They stepped up to the challenge. A lot of them like, hey, man, where the studio at? <laughs> when the studio open up? A lot of guys, Fred the guy's son, he's in the class of 2011. He made a record. Bob, of all people, yes, Bob, made a response record. Big Crit has made a response record. There's some guys that actually stepped up and made a response record to this. And to me, in my humble opinion, I think it was smart for these guys to do this. You know what I'm saying? Because if if if, if I'm Michael Jordan and, and, you know what I'm saying, you Kobe, and you know what I'm saying? Every time we play against each other, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to I'm trying to break your back, but I know that you are hungrier, younger. You ready to get it in? So I'm gonna step up to the challenge. And every time that Kobe stepped up, Mike stepped up. Now Kobe's going against guys younger than him, like LeBron and and a couple other guys, and he got to step it up now. That's what the game of that's the evolution of the game. That's the evolution of the game. Make me step up. Make me be right. Ready. Right, exactly, exactly. But when you look at a lot of these guys now, nah, they want to be like, well, man, you know, uh, I'm the king of the South because I say so. I'm the best over here because I say so. Like you said, Nick, it's handed to them. You know what I'm saying? A lot of this stuff is handed to these guys. And is that the proper way to have it? But I'm going I'm to do something for y'all right quick. I got a clip. And y'all going to find this pretty entertaining right here. This is lyricism and capitalism. We, we want to find out if that is the lyrical aspect of the hip-hop game. Is it dead or do it need to come back? But check out this clip right here that I got. To be lyrical or not to be lyrical. That never used to be a question. Back in my day, it was pretty much taken for granted that rappers are supposed to be good at rapping. We didn't expect everyone to be a super-duper MC. There were always some people like Bismarck E that we loved for other reasons. But generally, everybody understood that if you wanted to be a rapper, virtuosity was the key to respect. You couldn't reach the top if you didn't have skills. But nowadays, talking about a rapper having skills is like calling a refrigerator an icebox. One of those cute little things. Things that old people say. There are many rappers nowadays who not only don't take pride in their virtuosity, they actually think of showing skills as something that will hold you back from being successful. And the latest example of this is Waka Flocka Flame, who actually got offended when someone said he had lyrics and wanted to make it clear for the record that he has no lyrics and he doesn't want to have lyrics because lyrical rappers don't make money. 
Which is, I mean, okay. I don't want to make this into a Waka Flocka Flame hate session because he's already kind of backtracking from those comments. And even though people associate this attitude with young rappers like Waka Flocka, especially if they're from the South, it's actually a pretty old idea. And one of the first people who promoted it was a New York artist, Jay-Z. So I'm not going to beat up on Waka Flocka. He has his lane and more power to him. But I do think it's important to set the record straight because I went back and looked at the stats. And the truth is that historically, almost all the most money-making is rappers are lyrical rappers. The best-selling albums from each of the last 10 years are by lyrical MCs. And the biggest name from the last five years or so got to where he was by switching to a more lyrical style than he used to have. There are a couple of people who slipped through the cracks for a year or two with no lyrics, but almost everyone who's had a long, sustained career of making the biggest money got there by showing virtuosity in the composition and delivery of their lyrics. And that doesn't mean you have to be the super scientifical, mega multi-syllable rhyme inspector person P imitator MC, you know, the ones who sound like my hypnotical follicles, umbilical, miracle, metaphysical, theoretical, medical, genitals. And you don't have to be the super hardcore political MC who's always dropping knowledge. But if you look at hip hop's past and present, it's the rappers who bring a swagger that's grounded in virtuosity, the ones who combine technical skills and style, the ones whose lyrical construction has some thought to it and some swing to it that usually make the most money for the longest. And that's all I'm trying to say to the young folks like Waka Flocka. I'm not hating on your endeavors. It might be cool if you considered not being that type of artist who only cares about making money, but if you insist on being that type of artist who only raps for money, you should be aware that being a rapper without lyrics is not only artistically dubious, it's also a bad long-term investment. It's kind of like the subprime mortgage of hip-hop. It seems like a good deal right now, but in five years, you're probably going to be back in your mother's basement. Capitalism. Did y'all enjoy that one, man? Yeah, I liked it. Be back in your basement in five years. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, you did That's that. true. <laughs> if you just tuning in tonight, we're talking about lyrical warfare. Is it hype or is it needed in hip hop? Basically, this whole conversation spurns off the issue, not the issue that a lot of people had with Kendrick Lamar, the way that he approached uh, uh, the lyrics of the record that he did called Control on, on uh, uh, Big Sean's record, Control. So, you know, tonight, man, we're talking about this. Is the lyrical warfare, is it needed, or, or is it just a part of the past or a segment of the hip-hop community that don't need to come back to the mainstream? Which I think a lot of people, and just my opinion, fellas, when you think about main mainstream artists, now, the, the, some of the people that he was talking about in that, in that clip right there when he said one particular artist changed his style to become more lyrical, do y'all know who that guy is? Nah. Take a wild guess. Who is it? Say again? Yeah. I don't know. If y'all don't know, I'm going to tell you. His name is Little Wheezy. Little Wayne. Oh, y'all okay. remember Little okay. Wayne wasn't that lyrical at first. And all of a sudden, he became one of the hottest MCs in the game because of lyrics. Right, well, right. Was <laughs> but at the same time, he steps his lyrics up. So he right. brought a lyrical aspect to the game. Now, yes, he got a little weird a little bit later on. But, like the gentleman said, the last couple of years, the top-selling MCs in the game have been lyrically inclined. The That's only true. aspect that these guys have not touched, and for them to say that they are the peak of the best and the top of the top, is to stay claim to it. Really stay claim to it. If 
If I call you out, that does not mean that I hate you. I'm just saying I'm better than you. I'm trying to dog you. I'm a, I'm a man. Ooh, y'all just don't know I'm a competitor when it comes to sports. I, I can't play like I used to, but I still feel like I can get you. Just saying. <laughs> and as an MC, you should feel the same way. Right, well, right. Yeah, look at it like this. Let's be real. A lot of people didn't start paying attention. Like, they were paying attention to Wayne. But when he said the best rapper alive since the best rapper retired, everybody started honing in on it. Mm-hmm. You got to stake that claim. Right. You got to stake that claim. It is what it is. Right. Like you say with, with T.I. too, once he said he was the king of the South, nobody stepped up and said, you know, you're not. So, Well, you, know, you had so. a couple of guys that did, but there was no substance to it. There was nothing that that really challenged him. You know what I'm saying? Right. There was no response. I mean, it was, it was, they took it too hood. You know what I'm saying? They didn't make it where everybody had to be like, can you believe what he just said about T.I.? Say that again. I was saying that Little Flip, he replied and said that King that T I wasn't King of South and T I buried him. I mean right, right. buried him. I mean we all we all knew the results of that. I mean T I T I is more lyrical than people think anyway. T I he ain't even he's not even rapping like he can anyway. If you don't know that, I mean you should. He ain't even, you know, same thing with Gucci man. No, they, they no, no, no. Same thing. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> the same thing. The same thing. Look, the same thing with Gucci Mane, bro. Gucci Mane is a way better rapper than what he's portraying. Ti is a way better rapper than what he's portraying. I'm, I'm telling you what I know, not what I think. All right. Well, hold that thought right there, Kenny. We got a caller. We got two callers actually that's calling in. Uh, caller three three four. You are live with the middleman on Talk of the Town. What's your thoughts? Yo, what's up, man? It's your boy Phil Five, man. What's going what's up, on, Phil? Phil, so much, man. Yo, uh, Gucci Man, bro. <laughs> yeah, I, I just had to ask. Yeah, uh, Gucci Man. Well, I mean, wow. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> but yo, man, um, I've been saying that Kendrick is one of the, you know, pretty much like the dopest rap out ever since I heard. You know, Section 80, and I think that, uh, you know, that he's really just, you know, sending out a call to arms to uh, to all the cats in the game, man. You know, the ones that that really are viable and that really, um, you know, have a have a chance at taking the art uh, that was created, you know, way back in the 70s and just taking it and, and bringing it back to another level of exuberance, another level of standard, because it's, it's almost like in the last couple of years, uh, people have just kind of kind of abandoned it, and you got a lot of the, the people who used to be core fans saying that it's just not the same anymore. So I just think it was really important what he did, and, uh, you know, it's just a call to arms to other MCs. Matter of fact, what I'm going to do, fellas, I got another uh, guy on the line that's an MC, man, been around the country doing this thing also. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I mean, this is my guy. He's a good friend, supporter of the show, man. This is our man, Homeboy. What's up, Homeboy? What's going on, big bro? <laughs> homeboy. <laughs> What's going on, man? What's up, hey, man? I got to say right now, hold on, Kev. I got to say real quick. Okay. 
I got my two favorite rappers ever on the line right now. My man Felt Five and my man Homeboy. Anybody that does not know, Homeboy gave me my first feature ever. He jumped on the song for me back in, oh man, it was like 2006. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, when I tell you the brother, he literally heard the song for a couple seconds. He was like, just give me the CD. And a day later, he sent me like the hottest verse on earth. So I just got to say, man. And then Felt Five, I always say, Felt Five is my favorite rapper of the last two, three years. So I got to say, I got my two favorites on the line right now. So I'm feeling real happy. This, this, I feel like Christmas right now. <laughs> appreciate hey, it, bro. Appreciate it, bro. Hey, I, w- I want to do a shameless plug for all those that want to hear that record that he's talking about. Go to datpiff.com. It's called the Mississippi Movement Volume Two. Datpiff.com. The Mississippi Movement Volume Two. It is on there. The record is called Grinding. Make sure right. you check it out. I think I did. And that was produced by Cell Five. I was about to say Cell Five yeah. that record. Way back in the day. Yeah, it's still out there on the internet, y'all. But, <laughs> yeah, I get into this, man, because I'm gonna tell y'all, man. Me, me, homeboy. You know, we we have may have a little difference of opinion in regards to this record, right? Because I've we've talked a little bit back and forth over the internet, a little bit about it. Let, let's get let's get homeboy's perspective <laughs> on this first. What is your perspective of hey, this, my brother? Hey, you, you you got me. He'll you about to beat me up, do you? No, know? man. This ain't no boxing. No, yeah. it ain't going down like that. No, man. Uh, really. With me, man, I don't know. I, I guess I feel like the only people who really should take offense to it is people or, or the other rappers from New York. I mean, because I guess if a cat from not from Georgia or not from the South came in and say, hey, man, I'm the king of the South and I'm the king of my coast, I was like, whoa, wait a minute, dog. I mean, don't disrespect. Don't, be, don't, don't disrespect us like that. We give you some love. But you ain't the king dying my way. You know what I'm saying? So right. I feel like anybody from New York, if they wanted to take offense, all the MCs from New York, if they wanted to take offense to that, then I kind of feel like, okay, I feel like they had a right to. Now, well, you know I don't what? Feel like, you know, you, but, may, but you, you may not have – I don't know if a lot of people peep this out. The names, the majority of the names that he called on that record were people from the 2011 freshman class of XXL. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, so of course. So we had cats from the West, we had cats from the Midwest, we had cats from the North, the East, the South. I mean, he called out names from everywhere. And and you know what? If 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 I'm going to be the world champion of the NBA, I'm going at everybody juggler every game. And that's how, live, well, that's how the lyrics are in hip-hop. I, I see, but, but we also, I mean, I, I guess, now don't get me wrong, though. I understand that with all with all good sport, you have competitors. You know, you have competition and you have competitors and people who really just love what right. they do. But I've hosted many a open mics. I've hosted many a rap battles, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna be honest with you, man. Like, if we on the football field, we got on pads, and I'm going up against Ray Lewis. He just put a lick on me. I'm going to try to make him look stupid and then go around. But, it, you know, we playing football. We in pants after the game. Everybody right. is okay. But the unfortunate thing about rap is this, man. If I make some dude look like crap, after I, I bust him in front of a whole bunch of people and everybody like, ooh, ooh, now I got to watch my back for this man trying to fight me or shoot me after the club because I just made him look stupid because my skills were better than his at the time. 
that's not a cop out, but I'm just saying. You got we, to be fucking rappers see, out there, though, homeboy. You got right. to admit, though. That's the reason. Right, a lot you of do. Cats, you do. Different. There's a difference, and that's what, you know, me and Kenny, Kenny kind of alluded to that earlier also. Yeah. There's a difference between lyrical warfare and beef. A lot of, uh, you know, a lot of cats don't yeah, understand Yeah, but see, but this, it's, a thin, it's, a, it's a thin line between love and hate, and it's a thin line between that, too. And I understand that. Because lyr- lyrical, lyrical warfare could turn into beef. Understandable. Quick. Understandable, but at the same yep. time, in the truest form of hip hop, in the in the previous years, and I know these are not the same time. In the previous years, you right. used to see LL go against Cool Mo D. That never turned violent. You know what no, I'm saying? No, because of, because of, because the culture was different then too. Oh, and I, right. I definitely understand it. But these new generation of MCs that he called out. Think about the names that he called out. Uh, uh, he called out Crit. He called out Mac Miller. He called out uh, uh, Meek Mill. Now, Meek may right. act a little stupid, but he ain't, he ain't that stupid to lose his money and go back to jail. But he called the names that he called out are guys that immediately after that happened, their first reaction is, man, I'm going to the studio. Right. And that's the way well, that Well, let me, this, let, me, let, let me ask you this, then. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. I'm going to throw one at you. Okay. B.O.B. wasn't mentioned. Why does but B.O.B. Class, have a though, response? Why, why does he have a response record and he wasn't mentioned? He ain't saying that about B.O.B. Your ego. You know as an MC you have you have an ego. If you on a 2011 freshman class cover and he called out everybody around, even Fred Godson responded and he ain't called his name out. But he's right. going to him also. too. Him too. Well, let, let me tell you why Fred the Godson responded. One, Fred the Godson feels like he's an underground king in New York and he's been he's been feeling that way for a long time. He's never really gotten his way. So he right. has that same mentality of you can sit here and talk about New York and you're not from here. My thing is, and I've been saying this for the longest, and, and Kev, you know me. I love East Coast rap. But right. New York rappers got to start making better music. Right. They do. Flat yep. out. Exactly. You can't right. get mad. If somebody comes in and takes a dump in your backyard, you can't get mad because you little. Bring it to them. Right. Bring it to them. But even with B.O.B., Responding, I feel like if I was if I was on that cover and I'm looking at like, dang man, you call out everybody, you don't, you don't respect me. Hey, I'm going at you. I'm going at I don't you. Know, man. I, but no, I mean the best from, he could from, though. From from my perspective, because I, I still consider myself to still be in the game. So from mm-hmm. from my from from my perspective, I, I'm gonna be honest with you. The verse at best was just okay. All right. I I've heard. Many rap verses that were better than what he did. Right. Exactly. I don't feel, and I'm, I'm being honest now. Like I'm not finna give him the glory of right. saying, "Hey, man, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Kendrick Lamar out of all people be the reason why we start back doing it." I got to go at Kendrick. Man, come well, on, we'll man. Peep the game. Peep, peep the game. Dog. I'm not. I'm, I'm not me. And I guess it's just I me because I'm not I, finna I, do that, it. I, I tell you, but I understand. understand how weak lyrically rap has become. Because yeah. I've heard better, you're right, I've heard better verses from Kendrick. But right. the truth be told, exactly. it speaks to how lyrically weak the rap game has become. Right. The mainstream you know, you know rap that game. Is, that's what I was just about to say, people. The that mainstream the rap game. The mainstream yeah, main rappers have not yeah, stepped up to the challenge. But I don't I blame agree. them. I'm going to tell you who I blame. I blame the labels. I blame the radio. Because... They right. play, I'm just going to be honest with you, man, and I'm going to be honest, and this is my perspective of why you don't hear so much lyrics. 
and I'm going to say 90% of the people that listen to the radio and, and listen to mainstream rap, their intellect are where mainstream rap is. 90% exactly. of them. Exactly. So, I can, I can agree with that. And people be like, I don't understand why this is selling. Because 90% of the people that's listening to this live like this, and that's their intellect. A lot of right. people can't get Andre 3000 because he speak over their head. A lot of right. people can't get to live quality because he's speaking over their head. They ain't go to school that long. They don't listen. They don't exactly. read. They don't They, they don't exactly, study. So bro. they can't get that. So I, I blame the radio for saying, you know what, since everybody is buying this, and we don't have to do any artist artist uh, um, uh, development anymore. Let's just keep let's just keep making this easy money. But Why see, are we gonna put money into? Do you blame the radio station, or do you blame the people that's making the music, or do you blame the people that's listening to it? I don't this blame anybody. I know about radio. Y'all know me. My background is in radio. I worked with Clear Channel for a very long time, and one of the first things that I was ever told when I got to Clear Channel was. If I could play dead air in between commercials, I would. To let you know, they don't give a damn about what's being played content-wise. They're right, not right. in the music business. And I want people, right. like, I, I think people need to understand that. Radio is not in the music business. Radio is in the business of advertising. Right, so, right. That's how they pay their bills. That's the bottom line. The sales manager at a radio station is going to always outrank your VP of operations, or your programming manager. Always. But, you know, Nick, not just to, I mean, just to add this in to it also, just like the clip that, you know, you may have missed, oh, boy, I want you to go back and listen to the show, make sure you hear that one, the lyricism okay. and the capitalism. The point is, when it became to the point where guys were making more money, quote-unquote, perception of making, let me, let me rephrase that, the perception of making more money was the guys that were not as lyrical, a lot of guys dumb themselves down to make those type records also. Okay, okay, Paul. Paul, right there. That's, ahead, what I meant ahead, with the, that's what I meant with the Gucci Mane situation. See, everybody jumped, oh, Gucci Mane, Gucci. Yeah, Gucci Mane. Why would he Why would he even Why would he even try to do better when he's selling records? He ain't got to say but two words on the hook. Why would he Why would he want to step it up when everybody buying his records? You know what I'm saying? Why would he do it? That's what I meant by that. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Even even T.I. is a lyricist, bro. T.I. is an MC. You see what I'm saying? T.I. is an MC. Young Jesus is a MC. No matter how many times he say, I ain't a rapper. I ain't a rapper. You know what I'm saying? I'm, a, I'm, I'm this, I'm that. No, bro. He is a MC, bro. I was in Atlanta when he first, when he, the first mixtape dropped. It was people in a particular music store hating on Jesus just because he had punchlines. They were like, man, this dude got punchlines. He... He, he ain't no rap. He a street dude. Why he got all these punchlines? You see what I'm saying? He's an MC, bro. Right. But why do that when you making millions of dollars off of off of two word hooks? You know what I'm saying? I, 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 I even implement. But see, I'm gonna step. I'm I'm gonna step into this with with, with personal, with with something personal. Now, this this is real. I'm gonna talk about my own career. I got signed. Well, one of my record deals that I got signed off of, I got signed off a song that I, I, I made called Give Me a Break. And to this day, everybody loves Give Me a Break. That's the song that everybody loves of mine. Okay, but once I got signed to the label, I ended up getting some more beats from Mr. Collie Paul. And I came up with What Your Heart Be For, the Boy They At song with me and BG. They ended up selling the song to BG. It did nothing for me. BG got money off of it. 
BG got shows off of it. The world knew it as BG song featuring Homeboy. When really it was Homeboy featuring BG, but nobody knows that. But people yeah, I remember that. Surf. Okay, but then what, what, yeah, happened, what happened was when they refused to clear the sample on Give Me a Break and they came back and said, well, we, you know, it's not lucrative for us to do it. We, we're not going to clear the sample. Then they said, well, hey, man, come up with some more records. Now, Kevin, to tell you, I stayed in the lab with some records if you want to oh, put yeah. money behind it and make it work. But the thing about it was with Mr. Collie Park and a lot of other labels, like it's not just him. It's the way it's ran. What he told me was, hey, man, I got a record that I want to put you on. I'm like, okay, cool. Let me hear it. It was another whisper-type record. I'm like, I don't do that. He was like, yeah, man, but it, 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 it worked for David Banner. It worked for Juvenile. It worked for Yin Yang. It'll work for you. This is what's going on right now. I said, but that's not the type of rap I am, Smurf. But but I'm telling you, it's going to work. If you want to get out there, I need you to do this record. At this point, I'm like, look, man, I'm just trying to eat. I'm not really happy with the situation I'm in with these guys. Exactly. But at the same time, what do I do? So as an artist... You you, you can't you only gonna do so much when the label is mad at you. So if the label you know you know what I'm saying, so I'm like, let me just go ahead and do this record to fulfill what they're trying to do in hopes that once this either fail or does well, that they will let me start doing what it is that I do. But what happens is when that don't work because that wasn't who you are as a rapper, they just go ahead and just say, Hell man, it, it's not gonna work with them. We need to go on and look for this other rapper. So that's why Rappers always go and say, "Hey man, let me dumb it down." Then, if this is what's gonna sell at the end exactly. of the day, I'm just trying. I'm just trying to make money because at the end of the day, this is my livelihood. I want to eat. Exactly. So I that's why you have. You know, that's why you have that. I gotta say two things about that situation. The first thing, I still to this day, and my heart of hearts will always believe that if they would have just put the money into having Fantasia redo the hook on "Give Me a Break." It would have been one of the top songs of that year, if not in the last five years. And the second right. thing was, there had to be some value in because you gave, you know, okay, you remember hard hitting. Yeah. Now, everybody, and I'm telling you right now, anybody who watched the WWD knows that hard hitting was the, um, the theme song for Jonathan Coachman. Mm-hmm. It was relatively unknown. He was unknown. He was an announcer, but he wasn't really hot like that. He switched his music right. over. He started putting a little swag in his entrance, and all of a sudden, he's one of the top announcers there. I'm telling you, like, I, and I remember a lot of those situations. Uh, the thing about it is, they see, and I'm not trying to put it all on the labels, but the truth of the matter is, they see value in who they want to see value in. It's not always right. about the record. It's not always about the record. They see value in who they want to see value in, flat out. But right. the truth so, of the matter I, is, at the, at the core of it, at the core of it, getting back to the, to the lyrical part of the discussion, these artists are still making these records. It, it doesn't matter the reason. There you it go. doesn't matter the reason. It's just like you said, homeboy. You got to eat. You still got to eat. But for whatever reason, the artists are still making these records. Because it's a chain now, man. Like, I'm a, I'm a, I saw the evolution the of money the chain. Right. I've seen, I seen the evolution of it coming. Okay, check it out. Before Master Pedum came in, you had Wu-Tang Clan. Right. P came in, he brought a whole bunch. I mean, to this day, I still feel like Silk Shocker couldn't rap. 
No, he can't. Oh, he can't. But he, but he sold a million. P can't rap. But he went in. He did what he did because he had he had the machine to do it. He made the machine to do it. Okay, so I commend him on the business side of it. But really, if we all want to be real, it really wasn't a lot of people on No Limit that could really, really rap. Mystical uh, yeah, was it was. Two. It was two of them. He had Mia X and two. he had Fiend. But, uh, but man, Mia X, I mean, he had probably about 20 different acts over there. Out of 20, you ain't got but three or four that can do something. I mean, that's not a good ratio. They go back to one of the shows that <laughs> we did, Quantity. <laughs> Quantity over quality, you know what I'm saying? Feed you the quantity over quality aspect of it. Right, but see what happened was when you continue to do that, and, and, and that was acceptable. When it became acceptable, you had Young Money, Cash Money. Well, Cash Money came in; they were doing what they were doing. Then you start getting people like Sam and Sam and all them DJ Onk and Baby D and some of all the other cats that's doing that same old type of stuff that's still going on right now when it became acceptable and they knew they could make money off of it, that became the trend. So a whole bunch of your stuff with the lyrics kind of fell back. But it I'm, became I'm ask, all club music. I'm going to ask y'all this question. Since, I mean, I can understand everything that you're saying dealing with that, but why is there still a longing and a feel that lyricism need to be back in hip-hop? I mean, to this day, from like 10 years ago, people still saying, man, why these cats can't put lyrics back in the game? Well, I mean, it's, 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 it's in hip-hop, but it's not though. a mainstream hip-hop. Huh? But see, like I pointed out to you on Facebook, the people that are saying that, majority of the people that are saying that are our age group, not the high schoolers, not the early crowd college people. It's the grown folks who saying, but, but, but you're asking me a question, but who who buying the music, though? Uh, white who white folks. shows? Who white going to the shows? That's statistics. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. But the bootleg man ain't missing a step, so we buy music too. We just not buying it out the store. But I also think it comes down to who it is and what type of music they're putting out. Because let's let's keep it real, you know. And I I, I think not only do we as in our music realize that okay, this music is is lacking. We also don't listen to radio. Think about think about the people that are in our age group and how many of them actually listen to radio, right? And how many of them actually will go and say, "Oh, I want to buy something from a major label artist." That's why you got somebody like Fonte, who is you know his charity starts at home album is about fifty sixty thousand fifty sixty thousand in. Killer Mike rap is about fifty sixty thousand in. And no, those don't look you know so great on the Billboard Hot one hundred. But when you independent fifty sixty thousand copies, everybody on this phone is mm-hmm. industry. You know how to. Oh yeah. Is. Oh, now you know yeah. you're eating good. Then. Once yeah. You, once you hit over five thousand dollars, I mean not five thousand dollars, but once you hit over five thousand in sales, you ain't thinking about a deal no more. Uh-uh. Yeah. You think about how you go to ten, and then twenty, and then forty, and then eighty. So if the thing about it is, the problem is there's not enough balance in the mainstream. But going back to what you and Kenny said earlier. The underground is people eating. Yeah, Hey, fellas, what I want to do right now, man, I want to pay. Uh, I, w- I want to play this clip right here, and then I'm gonna pay homage to one of the brothers that's on the phone right now, man. I like lyrics and records. I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? I don't mind hearing <laughs> lyrics and records. Just keeping it right. real with you. But this right, exactly. I'm gonna play this short clip right here. This is the mentality that I think all. MC should have. I don't care. But check this out. This is KRS One right here. Check this real short. Check this one out. Every year, I write a battle rhyme for the entire top ten of Billboard. No disrespect. 
It's just the way I practice. Always remember, if you're in the top ten of Billboard, I have a rhyme to battle you straight up that will destroy your career. That's what I'm talking about. The top ten, if you're in the top echelon, I'm aiming at your neck. That's how you should be. But do your records. <laughs> do your songs. Do the stuff that your fans want to hear. But at the same time, keep that sword, that, that sword sharpened. Because you never know. Somebody may say something out the way, and you might have to check them. Right. If you was, if you yeah. sap with it, you sap with it. But as I was saying earlier, I wanted to pay homage to this brother right here that's on the phone with us, Kenny. He got that's a record good. right here. I played it on uh, Talk of the Town before. I want y'all to hear this one right here, man. I do appreciate lyricism, and I want y'all to check this one out. We get back. We're going to continue this conversation. You are listening to the Talk of the Town. We got our host back, Nick Eaton. We got our man, Kenny Thomas, on the line. Felt five, homeboy, and myself. We on this line talking about this lyrical warfare, this lyricism. All right, check this one out. This name calling, Kenny Thomas. It's ludicrous the way rappers trying to corrupt the game. They'll do a Billy dance just to try to get a little fame. It don't take but 50 cents just to make a little flip. But they front like big timers, grab the mic and slip. It's mystical the way that I deliver my lyrical twister. Grip the mic so long that my hands get blisters. We some underground kings rolling with some outlaws. Plus my mob deep, we'll stump out y'all. You ain't no gang star, you ain't even a juvenile. Trying to steal the keys and the lock to my style. It don't take a genius to Figure out your method, man. My main source gave me a Q-tip about your plans in the studio. You want to roll a fat joke and swap a big L and play C-Lo. But what you didn't know is all you had to do was be real. But it's too late because I'm going to bury that on Cypress Hill in the club. Me and Get the DJ mug. Plus we cut them hoes that be want a bone thug. It ain't no rapper in nature that can handle me. And just because I'm from the south, that, that don't mean I'm dating family. I seen the cause havoc on stage. I'm live. My black daughter take ghetto boys to the far side. It's in the roots. So never take this MC light. I leave a rapper with a scar face for touching the mic. Ain't nothing nice and smooth. I'm causing crucial conflict with these rappers that need to stop and learn to DJ quick. Sit back and put an ice cube in your ice tea. Retire from rap, lay back and feel the cool breeze. Sipping on Andre, you trying to be a big boy. The alcoholic looking at you like a poster boy. I put you on exhibit and call you Master P, brother. Cause if you ever act fabulous, you will see murder. It ain't no tech nine needed. I keep lyrical shells. And some verbal clips that'll leave you with that smell Now you labeled a public enemy, that ain't no good Even the outsiders know that you are faking your hood Me and my field mob, we keep disturbing the peace Plus I know niggas on my block that be slanging heavy G's See life is too short for me to be playing with toys That's why my camp low and stay away from lost boys Use common sense, down here the young bleed End up looking like a red man for with me, don't ever battle cause I'm hungry, I'm cleaning my plate, a rapper step up, that's just another MC8, it ain't no freeway, you gotta pay the price for the mic, if your backbone ain't strong, then you could lose your life, I kill a mic, if the microphone ever feedback, and your hot boys ain't ready, that's a natural fact, you tryna trick daddy, you get caught with a buckshot, I'm a bone crusher representing southern hip hop, so let it be G, because I'm too high tech, you tryna snoop, it ain't no biggie cause I'm ready for that, you wanna learn how a mic rip, tig or a chill. You gon' need a pair of pliers just to get you a grip. Cause rappers known to slip in this game that's greasy. Most of them fall off and some get a little wheezy. Add this from Jeezy, won't save you. Then keep your shouting low, cause I might just take her ass. Y'all young bloods, 
just keep spinning them bust around. Acting like a soldier boy, thinking you gon' get signed. It don't matter what you do, go and move to Atlanta. They already know my name, I don't need no banner. The black Eminem, about to be a rich boy. Went to church and got my blessings from Pastor Troy. Rappers talking yin yang, I shine like Boosie Chain. But this ain't no fashion show, I don't wear no Gucci mane. You a young boy, rapping about yayo. With no proof or evidence, looking like. A country king, I smoke rappers like throat Just to get the currency, cheese and the dough Grind independent, major labels in disaster Cause they all ran by an old dirty bastard I'm second to none, just above the law Just straight raw, a nemesis ripping this microphone without a flaw No, I'm not a DJ, but y'all gon' watch K-Slay Any and every rapper that wanna step my way I'm name called, name called, name called, name called, name called Calling our good friend, man, Kenny Thomas, man. Like I told y'all, I appreciate lyricism. I understand that might not be everybody's forte, but I enjoy the lyrical jousting that he just did with himself as far as that. I mean, I appreciate stuff like that. I like songs that that I can relate to. I like songs that, that, you know, make me think. I like like the whole gambit. I understand, like Homeboy was saying, this generation only used to one mode of music. Basically, and that's what they used to. But a lot of us grew up on a time when you had so many lanes of lyricism, so many lanes of song types, so many lanes of different type artists and different thought processes and concepts. Now, hey, man, they do what they do. I guess we can't say nothing but, hey, they making money. But that's unacceptable unacceptable to me. No, but I I do feel like it's it's, it's eventually going to change, man, because, I mean, even with even with your street rappers, man. I mean, you know, not to give them too many problems, but even Rich Homie Quan is trying to say something, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, he, yeah. even he's trying to say something now. So I mean, it ain't it ain't as bad, you know. It it, it seems like people are starting to try to talk about something now. You know what I mean? Right, right, so it, it, right. it's like you you got you got the Kendrick Lamar now, and it's like okay now. It's like it's like when you when when they, when they let people like Kendrick Lamar in, all it does is give some of the younger people something else to listen to. So, oh, okay, well, this ain't this ain't Soldier Boy. He he's saying something different now. I, w- I want to be like Kendrick Lamar because for every inspiring rapper before you became you know who you are now, you always had that person that you wanted mm-hmm. to emulate. So it's like I want to be like Kendrick Lamar. So it's gonna make them start doing more lyrical content. Then, you know, they might say, well, okay, I still want to be like T.I. too. So even though T.I. ain't as lyrical as we know he can be, he's still more lyrical than what a lot of what we hear on the radio. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, right. you know, so eventually I feel like as as time keeps going, everything repeats itself. We're starting to see it in spurts now. But I feel like before long, you'll start to hear more lyrical content on the mainstream only because – as people like, like I said, when, when people like Kendrick Lamar come out, 
B.O.B. even can rap when he want to. When he, he want to, really, yeah. Yep. Right. He, he don't, right, he exactly. don't, he, I, I'm going to be honest. I've only heard one verse of B.O.B. That's my dude, but I've only heard one verse that he's ever spit that I can say, man, I can relate to that. And that's the new song that they got out with T.I. and Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. Right. Right, you know, so I know that verse probably shock a lot of people. Like, damn, man, you know, Bob had it in it. Oh yeah, Bob went ham on it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like as as we hear more of that stuff, I think more of the younger people will start to hear. Be like, hey man, I'm trying to I'm trying to be like that versus I'm trying to be like Gucci. Because if you listening, you ain't really hearing Gucci on the radio much. You'll still hear Future and Rocco down here, yeah. but if you go outside of Georgia. You ain't hearing a lot of that stuff all the time. You hearing other stuff. Uh-huh. Right. Kenny. Right. What's good? Kenny, man, I mean as as a as a MC yourself, man, I mean, what is your what is your outlook on on this lyrical warfare, man? As far as like are are you going to I know you got records that touch so many different bases cuz I've heard them. Right. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, you know what I'm saying? What do you think about this trend that we got with guys having the potential to be better artists? What do you think? And you know what I'm saying? What are your thought process? And are you trying to be an inspiration for these young men? Right. You know, from the start, bro, that was, that's been my main thing from the start. You know what I'm saying? Having lyrics. Whether, you know, people people put that label on me anyway. That's the first thing they say. Oh, he lyrical. He lyrical. You know what I'm saying? They be, You know, I had to show people my license, but they don't even believe I'm from Alabama sometimes. So, <laughs> to me... Like, when I heard the Kendrick Lamar verse, I was like, okay. He went in, but it was like, okay. I'm 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 used to that. That's what's supposed to happen. Like I said, that's like, imagine, imagine you at a Bulls game and Jordan wide open, and nobody's checking him. He's about, he's, he's right up under the goal, but he don't slam. Ain't nobody on him. Why wouldn't you slam? You got to slam. You got to dunk. And then you're not going to only dunk. You're going to throw it against the backboard and pump two times, then dunk. And let everybody stand up. So why not do that? He did exactly what he's supposed to do, but uh. No, don't talk about yeah, it, man. Phil, do man, you, that's all I can say, man. What do you think? I mean, you know, first of all, man, like uh, Kenny, man, and first of all, that was a dope, that was a dope song, man. I, I like the the lyrics you you spit on that song. Um, Appreciate it. But, but as far as you know, um, this lyrical battle, I, I like I said, I just really think that uh. That, that Kendrick, you know, it's like Kenny said, he did what he was supposed to do, but that hasn't been done. I mean, it, it's been done, but it hasn't been as effective in a while. For some reason, I don't know what, what reason it is, but social media, you know, took, took this on, and then it became a topic. And because it became a topic, that's, the, that's really the reason that we even discussing this right now, because... Uh, people took notice. A lot of times, people are lyrical, man. Uh, man, Big Chris' last project was was awesome, but you didn't hear that much about it. But right, right. You know, but but this 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 uh, has been taken on by social media. Therefore, it's been spun to a level where we we do deem it worthy for discussion. So I mean, that's so because I mean, it, it was just it's just important, um, just because of the the lore of it, you know what I mean? It's important just because of uh, just because of the, the, the notice that's been taken um, from his verse. I mean, it, it, like I said, that wasn't even the best Kendrick verse I've ever yeah, heard, man. I've heard, right. I heard him spit better verses on Section 80 than that. 
Thank you very much, man. You're more than welcome to come by any time. Chop it up with your fam, because I know you could be out there making money right now. Right. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Felt, same with you. Same with you, homeboy, man. I appreciate you guys, man. And uh, to my co-host, well, the host of this show, he's back taking the reins. This is his show. We were just barred it for a moment, man. I enjoyed doing Talk of the Town. You know what I'm saying? Uh, y'all know I'm a hip-hop head. I love R&B also. But music, man, is a passion that I have. What I know, I don't mind sharing it. If I can help you, help you, let me help you. But if I don't know nothing, call me out on it. I need to be corrected sometimes. But once it's again, we appreciate everybody that tuned in to the Talk of the Town tonight. Tonight. And I'm going to end it. I'm going to end it with this record right here. And uh, I think I'm going to highlight you a little bit, you know what I'm talking about. about. But this record right here, hip-hop lives with lyrics. The artist, you know him. I ain't going to say his name. He's legendary. So I'm going to end with this record right here, man. Once again, make sure you guys tune in with us on Sunday for the uh, uh, Middleman Talk Show. This coming up Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern. Also, on Tuesday, we got the Tuesday morning takeovers, uh, man. Oh, that's a great show, man. If y'all some independent, independent R&B artists out there, you want to get your record played, hit us up at wearethemiddlemen at gmail.com. That's correct spelling. Make sure you send us some hot, clean, good, mixed right records. If you ain't got it, we got people that can get it done. Make sure you send it to us. And we definitely want to support you guys out there, okay? This is uh, Hip Hop Lives with Lyrics, man. Thank you guys once again. Every year I get newer. I'm the dust on the moon. I'm the trash in the sewer. Let's go. Every year I get brighter. If you think your hip hop is alive, hold up your lighter. Let's go. Every year I'm expanding. Talking to developers about the city we planted. Come on. Through any endeavor, this is hip hop. We gon' last forever. Hip means to know. It's a form of intelligence. To be hip is to be update and relevant. Hop is a form of movement. You can't just observe a hop. You gotta hop up and do it. Hip and hop is more than music. Hip is the knowledge. Hop is the movement. Hip and hop is intelligent movement or relevant movement. We selling the music. So write this down on your black books and journals. Hip hop culture is eternal. Run and tell all your friends. An ancient civilization has been born again. It's a fact. Every year I'm the strongest. KRS, Molly Mall, yet we last the longest. Let's go. Cause I'm not in the physical. I create myself, man. I live in the spiritual. Through the cycles of life. If you've been here once, you're gonna be here twice. So I tell you. Cause you must learn too. Hip hop culture is eternal. Hip hop. Her infinite power helping oppressed people. We are unique and unequal. Holy integrated people have an omnipresent power. The watchmen's in the power of hydrogen, iodine, phosphorus, hydrogen, oxygen, phosphorus, that's all. The response of cosmic consciousness to our condition as hip-hop. We gotta think about the children we bringing up. When hip and hop means intelligence springing up. We singing what? Sickness, hatred, ignorance, and poverty. Or health, love, awareness, and wealth. Follow me. Every year I get newer. I'm the dust on the moon. I'm the trash in the sewer. 
You can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.